Hello and welcome to the Six Ways from Sunday podcast. Today's episode, I have a very special guest joining me on Zoom from Ontario. Tara Shannon is author of Rabbit and Bear Make a Wish and has a second book out now as well that we'll be talking about. Um, Tara, welcome to the podcast and thank you so much for agreeing to join us. Thank you for having me. So I was reading a little bit of your story that on Facebook, you've got um, a little bit of a, an extended bio or sort of a summary of your your background and your story, which I loved. It was so interesting to read a little bit about some of your history and uh, and the kind of the backstory to the the series Rabbit and Bear. Why don't you start us off by telling us a little bit about who Rabbit and Bear is for you? Um. And it, well, the, the bigger picture is I, I see them as every, everyone. Um, that's why uh, they're just rabbit and bear. So um, everybody who comes across them maybe in some way can see themselves um, or someone they know in, in either one of them. Um, and when I started first started drawing rabbit and bear, um, I just, I I felt at the time that there was no rhyme or reason to it. I was just, uh, I was kind of, I was, I was having a difficult time. I was having a lot of anxiety um, and some depression and I wasn't working and I was looking for a way to kind of funnel all of that um, anxiety and calm, calm myself down. And uh, I remembered, you know, writing has always been something I've loved to do. It's always been something I've gone to to help process my 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 thoughts and my feelings, mm-hmm. and uh, drawing from way back when I was a child. And and teachers, I I think do this too to kind of like you know it's either it's quiet reading time or get them to draw or color. It kind of brings the tone of the 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 classroom down a bit. <laughs> and, sure. um, and it certainly did help me calm down. It was nice a nice peaceful activity and. And, um, and I loved art classes all the way through high school. So I thought, you know, I, and just this kind of flash of, of drawing a rabbit came to me and kind of what I wanted to say through um, the character. And, and so I sat down and I started to draw. And um, it wasn't until later, I was just sharing, you know, the, the, uh, my drawings and creations um, to who I thought were just close friends and family. I didn't really think anybody was paying attention to my social media, um, Instagram and Facebook. And, um, and so they, they, my friends and family were of course encouraging and they enjoyed everything. And, and I would be asked like, who's, who's rabbit and bear. And I was like, and then it dawned on me. I'm like, well, it's, it's probably my way of, of, um, processing the loss that I've had. Um, and kind of where I fit into that and into the world as it was at that time. Because when I started doing this, I was kind of coming, making my way out of a period where I uh, I miscarried, um, my parents passed away, and uh, I was diagnosed with cancer. And a few other things happened in that same scope of time as well. And oh my lost my job. Divorced, and and it was it was a very tra- um, traumatic time. But I, but it was also when you're in it, you're just going through the motions, and you're not kind of seeing it maybe in the same way as other people are 
when you sit down and say, this is what happened. And I, and eventually I did that with a, with a therapist and they just sort of stopped and said, that's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm thinking the same thing right now. Holy smokes. Yeah. yeah, And I didn't, I didn't put those things together. And um, Mm. so it was the same with kind of with rabbit and bear It's like, Oh, that's who, who they are. And um, so bear um bear has been my nickname since i was a child and uh when i was very small and just started speaking i guess the story the story went that i couldn't pronounce the letter t it would come out like a b sound so i became bara and bear (laughs) and it stuck and um and I used to hate it. And uh, anyways, I, I like it now. There's still a couple of people that call me that, that, that are in my family. And, um, and then rabbit, uh, when I was um, pregnant, one, one of the only gifts I received was a toy rabbit. Hmm. And, um, and I still have it. And, and I think it was my way of kind of, you know, those these conversations through rabbit and bear became conversations that maybe could have been mm. um and also possibly you know my my way of um you know communicating with my mom and dad my grand everybody who was gone from my life that would have maybe had that role of bear um that was kind of i think that's that's where it goes goes back to and yeah. uh, that's that's rabbit. It's it's they they are important and special to me, um, myself, my family. Um, but also, I, I I think I think they're they can speak for pretty well everyone as mm. well. I love that it started out in its origin as um, sort of this process of healing for you, and and just processing, like you said, processing the emotions you were going through, processing your grief. Um, an outlet for your for your feelings yeah. and, and just putting that out all on paper right yeah um, yeah and that art and and writing go way back for you that it's always just yeah. been, been a passion hey yeah um, yeah yeah that's amazing uh, and then the, the 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 leap then from from just this being for you and for your healing to share like you mentioned that you shared it on your social media and thought it was kind of just for your friends and family yeah. But then at some point it grew into something quite significant and beyond that, where this was still for you, I'm sure, but, but now it was kind of creating a community and, and a yeah. following and, and starting to be something that you were doing as an act of service as well. When did that mm-hmm. transition sort of happen or how did that happen? Um, well, it, uh, it took a bit of time and it, and it came as a, a surprise, um, to me because, uh, with the encouragement of the friends and family, I, um, back in the summer of 2019, I, um, cause I started creating rabbit and bear back in the spring of, of, of 2019. And, uh, so by the summer I was, I thought maybe I can make a book out of this. And so I, um, I didn't have the, comp- I didn't think I was good enough to do the the illustrations myself even though I was drawing them all like mm. I thought I'd have to take it up a notch and I had a friend I have a friend who's in who's a fab, fabulous illustrator and and uh, so I chatted with her and she was willing to help and um I was going to launch a kickstarter 
And, and I did, I launched a Kickstarter in, in the summer of 2019 and, um, outside of a few people who, um, backed it, 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 it was not successful. And, um, and it, it was kind of heartbreaking at the time I was felt let down. I was like, Oh, I thought I had something here. Mm. And, um, but it didn't, it didn't stop me. I was like, I, it still means something to me. And so what if, if that didn't work out, I'll keep going. And I kept writing and, um, and then it was 2020. Um, and, COVID-19 was making its way. The pandemic was, was emerging in, in North America and around the world. And I ha was having my anxiety again. What is, what is this? What's happening? What is this going to mean for, for my health? Um, you know, friends, family, um, and the world. And, uh, and I kind of thought, well, maybe, you know, I feel like I need rabbit and bear again. And, mm. um, so, there was one particular image that I shared um, that was, uh, I'm afraid said rabbit. And then Bear says, you know, why, you know, why are you afraid? I don't, I don't know why. I don't know what, you know, says rabbit and um, goes like that. And uh, so I shared that and a few other ones. And again, I wasn't, you know, so my friends and family that are yeah. looking at this. And um, then one night uh, in March, I was heading to bed and um, I thought I'm going to, I'll just look one more time on my, you know, to see what, you know, what these notifications on my phone are about. And then yeah. I'll turn the phone off and go to sleep. And, um, and there was my drawing and I was like, oh, and it was not shared by me. It was shared by, I forget what page at this point. And, um, and then I had a few friends that you know, were messaging me in the background saying, I saw your, your drawing over here. And I saw it over here. And then I kind of started tracking it. And uh, it, it was being shared at that point, I don't, I don't know, a few thousand times wow. on this one particular page. And, um, and then I saw it, it was a couple of pages, I saw it being shared. And I'm like, wow, this is, this is interesting. And, um, and then I turned my phone off and went to sleep. <laughs> I answered, you know, I responded to, I was like, thank you for sharing my, you know, my image. That's, you know, wonderful. And, and, um, anyways, the next morning, uh, I think it was shared maybe, you know, 17 to 20,000 times on oh this one goodness. particular page and another, you know, several thousand times on another one. And then it was popping up here and there and, wow. and it was going viral, but, I I was doing the legwork of tracking it down because someone had lifted it from my social media. Oh no. And they cropped the image to remove my my signature from it because I had signed it. Um yeah. and and they, it was just being shared and people had no idea who I was and and so um I I I jumped as fast as I could. <laughs> And and started chasing it and uh, trying to build my social media to redirect people back to me, and um, so it was a big it, it was a big surprise, um, a, a welcome one, um, yeah. also a bitter a kind of a bittersweet one because you know here all of this, um, you know, uh, anxiety is happening around around the world. Um, and this is the time that my my work takes off, but it but it fits. It was the timing 
that's what it, it was timing. The timing wasn't right in the summer of 2019. Unfortunately, the timing was right in March of 2020 mm. um, because, you know, I, I guess people people who maybe hadn't understood what rabbit and bear were talking about didn't understand kind of sometimes the, the complexity of anxiety mm. um, and certain mental health issues were having a new outlook on those things come March 2020. Oh, no and kidding. it just hit hit a chord and it just took off. I, I had a couple of page owners respond to me and said this is this is the largest you know post we've we've ever had at this point. You know, there's we've over a million, you know, people reached with with your image. I still don't really know. Um, and it's hard <laughs> to calculate the amount of people that that one image um reached but yeah, you'll probably um, never know <laughs> i may never know because i still have people coming coming to my finding my page um yeah. and people sharing it the the original that cropped image and i i reach out to them or or i have fans now that reach out to me and say hey i saw i saw the image without your name you might want to go you know I, I i commented and tagged you but you know it's it's it. uh yeah so i mean it's <laughs> it it's been wonderful and kind of bittersweet and all those things and and what a ride yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah that i mean that's kind of the the way the our, the way things work with social media now is that you don't really have control a lot of it is random a lot of it is you know it's all these algorithms that we don't understand and then yeah. someone in kentucky goes and crops your name off and yeah. away it goes and yeah um I've, yeah I've heard a lot of stories about that it's i've had it happen to, to me as well and um, so I, I, I can kind of feel what that feels like. I, one thing I'd like to do here is just to give people who maybe haven't are listening to this and are yeah. thinking, well, what, what do these rabbit and bear images look like and, and all of that. And maybe we can sh uh, share some, uh, examples of that as well when we yeah. post this podcast, but yeah. just to read this, uh, I've got it in front of me here, the, the post yeah. uh, that you're talking about, it uh, mm -hmm. starts out. I'm afraid, said Rabbit. What are you afraid of? Asked Bear. I don't know, replied Rabbit. I just am. Then I will sit with you until you're not afraid anymore, said Bear. We will face it together. So that that's the post um, that, yeah. that really took off first, hey? Yeah. And on your yeah. page, I see it it's had, it has almost 4,000 shares just there. And you've, you've now got yeah. 130,000 people following <laughs> you on, on Facebook. And um, I'm yeah, not sure crazy. how many on on. Uh, Instagram thousands more like it's and yeah. this is all pretty recent right like just in the last couple yeah. of years yeah just within the last couple of years it, it's it's yeah it's it's amazing what has the changes that have happened and I'm and I'm I'm so grateful that it did because I I wonder what would have happened to me where I would have been mentally had it not have come along to take my mind on this new adventure right mm -hmm. um because it, it gave me a focus like this this path kind of opened up to me um that i wasn't see hadn't been seeing before like I, I think i still would have carried on with what i was doing but it, it certainly um yeah it's been amazing because from that viral post i i found um a publisher who um reached out to me online initially wanting me to to contribute to an anthology that she was putting together about um 
what was it, uh, 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 COVID-19. Um, oh no, and she's gonna be upset with me now. I'm forgetting the name of it, it's down the hall. Um, <laughs> but I took part in this, this anthology and, um, and then through that, she she kind of wondered one day, you know, well, maybe we could do a, a standalone book on rabbit and bear. And uh, and I was like, yeah. And so I kind of kept pushing and until she she finally said, OK, let's let's do it. And um, so by December 2020, my first book, um, Make a Wish, was published and uh and then the following year this we have this my second book so i mean in the world of publishing things tend not to go that quickly <laughs> i was gonna say that's that's a lot of that's a lot in a short amount of time yeah yeah and uh yeah and i and and then since then an agent a literary agent found me just this um new this past january and uh and we've talked back and forth and now she's representing me and and i may I may make a switch um, with publishers just because um, my publisher is a fantastic publisher, Winter Tickle Press, and um, but uh, it's a small press, and I'm getting a lot of requests worldwide for you know books, my books to be sold and available in different parts of the world where maybe uh, Amazon doesn't reach. Some people don't like to buy through Amazon. Yeah. Also, you know, people wanting translations and products wow. and all of these things. And we we put out a calendar the last two years and and it's it's um that's been a small feat. Like the the book at least, you know, it goes into chapters into go coal stores across Canada, but also on the, on Amazon and they they look after the shipping and distribution. But when it's come to the calendar, it's it's you know, my publisher, myself, and and my my <laughs> publisher's family helping out to to wow. get this calendar out all around the world, and it, and it's and it's been it's been tough at times, and uh, and a little bit difficult to keep up with. So it would be would be nice to have maybe some um, someone else to give to to help. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, that's a lot of when you're having growth that's that rapid it must be just consuming and exhausting and exciting and all of those. Yeah, all of those things. Yeah. I'm, yeah, it's, yeah. I'm so grateful for it and we'll see what happens next. <laughs> yeah. So many opportunities. Hey, and now, yeah. now that it's gaining traction and you have so many people rec like um, seeing the work, the opportunities and the possibilities must just feel like endless. Like the, now, now that there's this audience or community that loves rabbit and bear. It's like, well, you could do t-shirts. You could do, yeah. you could do yeah, anything where you could, there's yeah. so many things that you can do. You could get it into, you know, therapists using it with children and like all kinds of stuff like that. And they are. Yeah. Right from the very start, I, I have had people reach out to me. Um, they're, they're um, educators, therapists, um, health professionals uh, around the world. Um, even, even one, um, because Rabbit and Bear is actually uh, not sold under children's books; it's sold under graphic uh, novels. Okay. And uh, some some people quite often I'm I'm likened to a British author illustrator called Charlie Mackesy, and uh, and his his book is is available through graphic novels, and and so mine sits next to his. But then I also get you know it's like A. A. Milne and Winnie the Pooh and and so on. But um, so it's kind of I call it a book for everyone. Um, but, uh, the, the one, um, message that I received, 
uh, a couple of times this person reached out to me that kind of hit home the most and is still sort of unbelievable, but but heartwarming at the same time and just mind blowing, I guess, was a, um, a, a counselor who works in a men's maximum security prison in the United States. Oh, wow. And they use rabbit and bear with, with the inmates in their therapy. That and is incredible. I'm just mind blown by that. But yeah, but yeah the, probably the last place that you I wasn't expecting it. it. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it, but it I I love I love that it could be be helping all kinds of people everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's wonderful. It, speaking of helping people everywhere, I was just thinking uh, how you said that, you know, maybe maybe with your Kickstarter it was just an issue of timing or things that were going on in the world just needed to be like when uh, in, when 2020 hit and the pandemic was happening and your and your post went viral there's that I wouldn't think that that's coincidental right like the world was just kind of ready and people were I, I kind of think that this type of content or messaging um, that is really offering some some wisdom or consolation or just support to people who are struggling it's easy to just not even see it like it yeah. just kind of fades into that you don't even notice it until you're in a place in your life where you really need that and then you yeah. see it very differently you know like until you've yeah. really wrestled with anxiety or with depression or you're just like crippled with fear of what's going on in the world um you're just kind of going about your day and you're yeah. going about your life and then when something is gripping the whole world with so much uncertainty and people are looking for solutions and they're feeling that loss of control and all of a sudden almost overnight all seven billion of us are grieving something like we're either grieving the loss of our freedom or we can't work and our restaurants closed and we're stressing about this and we're you know scared about what lockdowns might mean and we're, we're scared about what the you know getting this virus what might mean for ourselves and our loved ones like instantly everybody has this need to be reassured that things are going to be okay or that it's okay that things aren't okay and I love you have another post here that's really similar to the one that I just read a few minutes ago but um, if I may I, on your Instagram I was looking again this morning and I just love this one you've got bear and rabbit kind of nose to nose uh, bears laying down and it says everything isn't fine said rabbit you're right it's not said bear but somehow we're going to make it through Mm -hmm. And just that permission that like, it's okay that you're not okay. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. I, it, it, again, it's no surprise that, that this was kind of when things really starting to blow up for you is when every one of us needed rabbit and bear. Yes. And, and yeah. I'm sure that ever since that moment, uh, you look at the world and just everything, even unrelated to the pandemic, everything that's going on, you start to see, well, rabbit and bear totally apply here too. And oh, they, it applies over here. And now we've got yeah. this, you know, this uh, war in, in Ukraine right now that it's, well, it's so relevant to what's going on yeah. over there that um, you must just like, there's no shortage of ideas, I'm sure, for to inspire new. new oh, no, there's, yeah. And new... yeah. And it's, mm -hmm. it's funny the way that, because, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of new rabbit and bears and things to write about all of the time. Um, but then just 
like you said, when I think I'm like, oh, I, I did, I did write about this, this post I wrote back in 2019 or 2020 is still relevant now and I'll mm-hmm. share it again. And, and then it takes on another light, you know, life and it, and it goes and, and um, yeah, it's, it, they, they, uh, they can be applied to many different situations and I, and I've seen them be applied to many different situations since 20, 2020. Um, you know, things going on in the world, like you said, like uh, right now, um, you know, the, the conflict in Ukraine and uh, yeah, it's, there's, there's, there's something um, it's always on my mind and I'm, and I'm frequently, you know, I'm stop I'm stopping, you know, to write down notes and, or in my car, I'll pull over and I'm <laughs> writing in my notes on my phone, like, Oh, this is, you know, something or just walking around the yard with my dogs and something might, might come to me. And um, yeah, it's a very, it's a very unique time that we're in right now because of all of the different things that are being thrown at us almost on mm-hmm. a, daily basis yeah so. no kidding and yeah. it can it can feel like a very dark I, I I'm speaking from where I don't have the experience of having lived through the darkness of depression or yeah. or really anxiety or um or any mental specific mental health uh challenge but I know <laughs> have many loved ones that that do daily um and so from that perspective like I can I know how important it is to have yes. tools to, um, yes. yeah, to, to deal with those challenges, yes. but. And that's empathy. And that's empathy yeah. is something that, that we, we, I think we really, we've always needed, but um, I can see it um, being cultivated more and more with people um, because they have a new understanding either, either personally or from, you know, your point of view, you're, 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 you're seeing, you know, others around you in the world, um, dealing with things and, and, and it, and it kind of grows that empathy that, that we can, the whole world needs, we can never get enough empathy, I don't think, mm. or kindness, um, as much as humanly possible. That's I couldn't what agree more. And, and just realizing that we have no idea what people are dealing with, right? That, that you know people walking yeah. through life with a big smile and the bubbly personality does not mean anything in terms yeah. of like oh that person's always seemed happy and you just we see that in you know celebrities that all of a sudden yeah. we hear a story of someone you know committing suicide or oh well, yeah they always you know struggled with depression and like oh, i never would have known that well they're an actor so yeah, <laughs> yeah. those people are literally professionals at you know act, at acting a certain way of being but all of us do that right we all mask yeah. we yeah. all um you know pick up our pick ourselves up by our, and pull our socks up and try to just get through the day no matter what's going on and mm-hmm. but we also sort of have this culture not sort of we majorly have a culture of it's not okay to not be okay it's not okay to even be vulnerable about not being yes. okay um and so i'm yeah. i see I can just tell that your work is, you know, shedding light on that. But yes. is that something that you've specifically set out to try to to change? Um, yeah, I, th- I think so. It's because it be- it's becoming more and more um, something I want to change. But yes, yeah, I, I see that as a as a kind of main tenant of what I do because um, 
because I didn't really, I didn't grow up with that. Like um, many people, um, we didn't talk about those things. Mm -hmm. And um, my dad had mental health issues, um, but we didn't talk about it. He wouldn't talk about it. Um, and it, it fostered this, um, uh, difficult relationship between myself and my dad and my dad with many other people. Um, and I often wonder, you know, you know, what, what if he had actually dealt with these things that were troubling him? Um, but he came from a family that also didn't, you know, deal with things, um, properly. And, uh, and then my mom, that was, it was a similar, my, my dad's side was, is the Irish side. My dad was from Ireland and, um, and my mom's side of British and, uh, and her side. So my dad was, he was a bit more emotional and he was a love, I, I loved my dad, but he, he was, he had two kind of personalities. One you didn't want to mess with. And one that was just this gregarious, fun, loving man that everybody <laughs> loved. Mm -hmm. um and uh told fabulous stories of you know growing up in Ireland and all that sort of stuff and then my mom came from um this British family that was you know uh she grew up she was born in 1941 and uh the youngest by far in her family and and it was the war years and it was keep calm and carry on yeah. and I don't remember seeing my mom cry very often at all and um, not that she wasn't loving or caring, she was, but I just didn't see her really cry. It was like, you just. She was a stoic Brit. <laughs> you keep going. And yeah. she, had certain, she has a sense of humor and, you know, all of that. But just same with my grandmother. It's just, you just did the best you could with what you had and didn't let that, them see you cry sort of thing. Mm. And uh, I wasn't. I wasn't like that. I cried and I <laughs> showed my emotions growing up. And I think I kind of challenged them in a way because um, I wanted to talk about things. I wanted to figure out why things were the way they were. And, um, and so I struggled with that and, uh, and it's, and I continue to ask those questions and piece things together for myself. And then I'm thinking, well, why can't we talk about these things? What's so wrong with, with talking about mental health issues and, and how we're feeling. And uh, because if we, if we did, if we kind of got to the root of what was troubling each of us, and I realize there's, you know, not every situation is, is easy and you can't just, you know, snap your fingers and okay, I dealt with that and we're going <laughs> to, we're all only. good now. If um, only. It's, it's hard. It's hard to unpack some of the things that we've gone through, um, through our lifetimes or even, even happened in, in generations before us that carry forward to where we are now. It's generational uh, trauma. Yeah. Generational trauma. And I, I did not, I didn't know what was happening in my family <laughs> when I was younger. I, I would see my dad get very, his his personality would change and um he 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 often did the silent treat, treatment and he wouldn't talk unless it was to be he, to be mean and i didn't understand where that came from yeah. and whenever he would speak about his childhood in ireland it just seemed idyllic and perfect 
And, um, and I would, I clung on to that. I'm like, Ireland is where everything is fantastic. And, mm. uh, and it, and it is, I love my, my time when I go over there and my family there. Um, but it wasn't until I was much older that I, I found out that my, my dad was abused when he was younger. And, um, and there was a history of mental illness in, in his line of the family where people were institutionalized. Um, and it was, you know, to, to show um, any sort of weakness of uh, having anxiety or depression or anything like that would trigger him, I think. And he, and he would get his defenses up and, and want to block it out. And it, and it was mm. with his dad and, um, down the line and uh but he just wouldn't talk about it right. he, he left ireland to escape it um and create this this new perfect world brand shiny new kind of thing and um just didn't talk about it at least with me yeah. and so it kind of made this disconnect of like well what's going on here some things and at least i had the then the fourth, I don't know how to put it. I, there was something in me that made me question it. Like this, this isn't right. It doesn't mm. seem right to me. Something else is going on, but I don't really know what it is. Sometimes and, it's, it's almost at a soul level that, or at an energy yeah. level that you're just picking up on something being off yeah. or something being in the background. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that's what it was. And, and I, I kind of pushed forward kept at it and figured it out, but I still feel like I lost a lot of time with him because mm. of, of that. But that was, it was, it's not my battle, unfortunately. Right. I can only do me. Yeah, <laughs> I you... couldn't, I couldn't fix him as much as I wanted to fix, to be able right. to fix him. So. Yeah. This, and you, this... you uh, shared in on your, um, you've got this p post pinned on the top of your Facebook where I'm just in awe of how freely and vulnerably you share of your life. And, and I also want to point out that it's not done in a way of like, well, I went, I'm a divorcee <laughs> and I survived cancer and, and like the, all these badges of like, look at, you know, the things that I've been through, but it's, and you can tell the difference, like there's just an authenticity to it, but you share in there that, um, that you lost your, both of your parents. And, and so when, when someone passes away, then, then you really can't fix them anymore. But no. obviously there's still work to be done on completing that for yourself, right? And it yeah. sounds like for you, the, there's been this drive to process all of this and kind of figure out some of the stuff that was going on in your family and learn more about it. But, but it was, you're doing that work for you. Yes, yeah. And there's something, there's also something inside of me that makes me feel that as I figure these things out, that even though he's gone, I'm, I'm healing something in him too. I'm healing mm. something in that family line. And, um, yeah, I, 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 I kind of, you know, that's, that's my, my spiritual side is that I, I feel like they're still here in, in some regards and they're, mm. they, you know, are still with me and it's, and it's healing for him and my, absolutely. Mom, so, yeah, you're 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 doing the work for your for yourself and for and for the future, right? But you're also yeah. completing this thing that yeah. is also for them. That's beautiful. Um, so it sounds like you've always been a bit of a seeker and an mm -hmm. adventurer. What was it like 
traveling to um, Ireland and to the UK after you'd lost your parents and, and kind of looking for more of the history and the, um, you know, where you came from, essentially. Yeah. Um, I've been, I've been back twice after my, my parents passed and, um, the first was just kind of a short whirlwind trip. I took my nephew and I went with my, my, um, husband now, and it's just, it was just a case of kind of hitting all of the (laughs) spots. Um, I took my dad's ashes back, uh, Mm and um that that's uh we have a a family farm in county cabin and um but my family now lives in dublin and uh i'd gone to the family farm on a trip in the past with my dad and his his one brother and um they just sort of by memory found it like i was i was the driver but um and they hadn't been for years and years but uh Mm. I kind of had it in my head that I wanted to see the family farm. And um, so anyways, my, my, cause my dad had wonderful stories of spending summers on this family farm and um, uh, the, the, you know, the family that he had there and picking apples and it just seemed lovely. So anyways, I got to go mm-hmm. in and see it with him and uh, see the sites in Dublin where the family lived after that. And um and so when he passed away, I had it in my mind that I would spread his ashes at the family farm, um, at the the uh, the family plot um, at the cemetery in Dublin, and um, at the house that he grew up in in Dublin. So three spots, and um, and again, it's you know I'm. I had this troubled relationship with my dad and, and you're always looking, even when they're, you're, they're gone, you're kind of looking for this kind of reassurance that from them somehow that you're, you're on the right path. And uh, so anyways, when you, when you go overseas, unless you've got tons and tons of money, you're not going to have your phone on. So I had it on the <laughs> airplane, airplane mode. Um, yeah. The only time I would switch it over to Wi-Fi was when I was in, a pub or at a family's house and they had Wi-Fi. So we're going around all these different places over a series of days. I first was the, the, the family um, farm scattered some ashes. Then it was the, the, the plot of the cemetery scattered some ashes. Um, and then to uh, the house, the last stop was the house that my dad grew up in in Dublin and I went up to the front door because I didn't just want to be spreading ashes in somebody's <laughs> yard they're there right. and I knocked and knocked and and um, my husband my my nephew are standing out front like what are you doing you know you're yeah. gonna be bothering these people because I'm like knocking on the door and you know opening the the mail slot and kind of trying to peek in to see if anybody was there it was empty nobody was there and so I I I spread the last of the ashes um around this little tree in the front garden and um and then my phone went off as if i had received a message really and um and my phone wasn't on <laughs> that is eerie hey? so it was almost i felt at that time you know take it for whatever you know you might think it was but I, at the time i thought this is an indication that 
I, I did, I did what I, I said I was going to do. And, hmm. and my dad was happy with that. And that it was good. Yeah. So, yeah. And then the, the next time I went to Ireland, I um, was 2016 and I went for three months and uh, went to cooking school. And um, I stayed with uh, my, my one aunt that's still there. And, um, uh, and then for a week I went over to England and saw one of my mother's relatives um, uh, who she was very close with. And we, I stayed for a week. And, and uh, so it was, it was, uh, it was, it was a, it was a fabulous time because I felt like um, my mother loved to cook. My dad loved to eat. So <laughs> I, I felt like I was able to get a little bit of time back with them in a way. Um, mm. cause you know, spending that time in Ireland and, and exploring places that my dad would have, um, you know, would have been second, you know, hat to my dad and then getting to go over to England to see, you know, where my mom, um, my mom's side of the family came from and, and, yeah. uh, yeah, it's just, it was, it was a wonderful experience. I'm sure. And then learning something that was a passion for her, like with the cooking yeah. school, that would have been special too. Well, it sounds mm -hmm. like you definitely acquired your father's knack for um, engaging storytelling. You mentioned that yeah. he was a really good storyteller and you are yeah. as well. I mean, I just loved that story of, you know, going and, and finding all those special places and spreading his ashes. And, and so I can see why um, you would be drawn to writing what was yeah. it that pulled you toward cooking other than, you know, your mom being a great cook? Um, well, largely that. And I, I did just, I did, I do like to cook myself. And um, it was, it was actually, it was years before that I had seen an, an advertisement for this cooking school in Ireland and um, it just looked wonderful. And I thought, oh, that's a pipe dream and I'll, just the same with, I'd always growing up, I was like, I want to be a, an author one day. I want to write stories. And then life came along and I went down different paths and it didn't happen. And um, it was the same thing with this cooking school idea. And um, I thought, oh, that, that won't happen. And then there I found myself in this position uh, where I, I wasn't, you know, I could take the time. Um and I had a place to stay and I had the funds at the time to be able to go and have this adventure. Mm. And um, yeah, and I, at that time I thought, you know, maybe I was gonna go different places with, with the ability to cook. Um, and, uh, and I did for a little while when I came back, I, I worked at a, as, a, as a chef for a small inn not far away from here, from where I live. And, and uh, I still do the social media for a small um, uh, kind of market in the area. And uh, so I still kind of use, and I still cook, of course, yeah. myself. But um, yeah, it was, I don't know, it was just this, this way to get me over there to mm, kind of immerse excuse. myself. And it was, yeah. A, yeah, sort of an excuse to get me over there and to, to learn a new skill and um, put my mind in a different um, frame. <laughs> yeah, I love and that. To see where I was gonna go next. So, well, and I was just lucky enough that I could, I could do that, so. Yeah, what a neat opportunity. Um, <laughs> you know the saying, like success breeds success, or, you know, when you're, I think anyone can relate to this feeling of like when, when one great thing happens or, you know, you have an opportunity, 
and you have some success, then other thing, other ideas feel more attainable or feel more possible. And you had a, um, you have a post that I, again, I want to, I want to read it, but I'm not sure where I saw it, whether it was on your Instagram or, oh yeah, here it is. So you've got rabbit and bear um, Mm -hmm. at night and they're looking up at the stars and the moon. Mm -hmm. And it says, what do you think is out there beyond the stars? Asked Bear. Endless Mm -hmm. possibility, said Rabbit. And that's, I mean, like, I guess what I'm trying to say is when when things are going well, or when you've had some success, then any, all these other ideas start to kind of flood in. Like, well, this could be possible. That could be possible. Mm -hmm. You look up at the stars and you do see just possibility. And then when, when you're, when we are in moments of darkness or in grief or in the depths of despair, you look up at those same stars, that same starry sky, but you see the darkness, right? And it's, so I guess what I'm curious about is how for you in your journey, Tara, how have you found, what have you found helps you get from seeing the darkness when you look up at that night sky to seeing the light? Hmm. But that search for hope um, in those really difficult moments, any anything. Um, and I've been there a few times. Um, I just I part of it is I think I feel that it's just in me. I, I don't don't totally sometimes understand where it comes from. I have my moments, certainly. And um uh, when I knew that my mom uh, wasn't going to survive her cancer um, was one of those moments when I was diagnosed um, with cancer and that fear sets in of what, <laughs> what is going to happen. Um, and I've kind of had to go inward first and um, let myself uh let myself feel it all and, and feel the depth of the, the fear, um, that crushing sensation of fear. Um, and then, and then, and then I've taken the kind of baby steps out like, okay, that's the worst of what can be, Mm. but there's this little spot of light over here that is, you know, um, from my mom, it was, we're going to give her such and such a medication and, and maybe this will help her feel a little better. Um, and, you know, obviously that didn't, I did lose her. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I don't, I, it's, it's hard, it's hard to describe. It's just, it's, you can only go step by step and, um, and take it day by day. And, and now I still have those moments where I, I get very sad and I miss, you know, and I'm still fearful of, you know, what my future might bring. I I still Mm. have to have, you know, lots of blood work and yearly scans and things like that. Um, but, uh, but in the back of my mind, I, I still have this, well, there's still, you know, hope there's, there's new things 
happening all the time with, with, um, you know, if the cancer does come back or, you know, or, or just to, to, to shut myself off from the rest of all of the stimulus in, in the world around me, like to, um, like right now, uh, with what's happening in, in Ukraine and COVID before that, um, I have found it very beneficial to turn my phone off, (laughs) (laughs) to walk away from the television um, or, yeah. you know, whatever I'm seeing or hearing and, um, to bring myself back to, uh, to my center and do what I know is going to make me feel better. And sometimes that's a, that's drawing and writing, um, working through the thoughts and, and things in my head, um, or it's going to something familiar, uh, you know, watching something silly on television or, or rereading a favorite book um, hmm. or going outside <laughs> and just being like uh, it's, it's going to be different for everybody, but I, I did, I did write it about that a bit too. And I still, that's what I think of when, when you bring this up um, is, is how a star is made is, is through going through absolute destruction. A, a star has to implode on itself and like the weight of everything is, is brought in on it. And then only after going through all of that torment and stress and destruction can it begin to shine like a star. And and I I... I, there's so many things that I wish I could take back and not have happen, like to still have my parents here. Um, but I can't do that. <laughs> and, uh, and, and so we carry on and I try and take, take that pain and, and work it through for myself. Um, and then it's, it's a blessing and I'm grateful that it can help others. Mm. It feels I don't know like if that answers your question. I feel like it, it's a hard question mm-hmm. um, because what, what creates hope and what those little spots of, I, sometimes it's just synchronicities. Like I mm-hmm. remember waiting one time for a test, a, a full body scan at the hospital after my, my cancer treatment. And, um, my, my birthday is July 777. So 7777. <laughs> and my dad growing up, it was always, you know, sevens, his lucky number, my lucky number and, you know, all of this sort of stuff. And so I was, went in, to await this, this scan. And I had to pull a number and it was number seven and it was like, it's a sign. And then other times, you know, I'd go for a test. It would be, it was, it almost always seemed that a test or a scan or my treatment or whatever was scheduled on an anniversary date of someone I I loved or lost. Hmm. And it just, in my mind, it was like, it's a sign. I'm going to look for, for hope. Yeah. In in this. And um But you're you're also choosing it, right, Tara? Like it sounds like you just you are a person who is um intentional about seeing the world 
through a lens of there's some good to find here, or there's, yep. there's a silver lining somewhere, or there's, you know, I'm going to turn this hardship into a gift, or I'm going to like, part of that is maybe just the way you're wired. I don't know. Maybe part of it mm-hmm. is things that you've, you've um, taken from your parents and who they were and right. Like mm-hmm. things that were passed down to you um, yep. and just how you're built and how your, how your mind works. But um, it can be hard to choose that when, yeah. when the world is a scary and dark place. Do, yeah. do you back to the question of how you bring yourself out of those low points or the darkness when you find yourself there um, just seeing the way bear and rab- rabbit and bear um, interact with each other. It, it feels for me like, like there must, a lot of these stories and, and conversations between rabbit and bear must come from ex- your life experiences. And I'm just yes. curious if there's anything that you would want to share about who, um, who in your life is bear for you in, you know, those park bench moments or wherever you might be sitting and (laughs) contemplating these deep questions, like what is beyond the stars or how do we, you know, how do we wrestle with the impact that humans have on the planet or whatever these big questions are? Um, (laughs) Do you have those conversations with, with someone in your life in, in, in a real person? Um, Well, certainly I, uh, my, my dad, I would have some of those deep conversations with him. Um, and I remember back on those, my mom at times. So, uh, so Bear is certainly wrapped up in, in, in both of them. Um, my, my partner now, my husband now, um, we, that's the, the initial, the, the rabbit and bear that went viral. Um, it was, it was sparked by a conversation that we would have or had because um, he didn't under, he wants to fix things. He wants to be the fixer and you're having anxiety. What can I do to fix it? What action can I take? And, um, and that's not, I didn't, I didn't want him to do anything. I just wanted him to sit there, (laughs) (laughs) just sit there and be there like, and hold that space with me. And, um, because I, it wasn't anything that he could do. It was for me to, to, to do something to, to figure it out. However, that was going to be through some sort of, um, breathing techniques or whatever that was going to writing something down that was going to kind of bring me out of it and see me through it. But in that moment, I just, sometimes it's just nice to have someone be there and um, just hold that space with you while you're going through whatever it is. So it's uh, bear takes the form of, of, of different people in my life, but, um, but yeah, I I guess the the bulk of bear is, is um, my mom and dad maybe more so my dad than, than my mom. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that. So I have to ask um, with bear being your childhood nickname. Yeah. Um, how did it come to be that in a lot of these conversations kind of that bear is someone like your, your mom or your dad and, and you're more the rabbit. Like, do you, I'm sure you relate to both characters and that yeah. all of us are sometimes rabbit and all of us are sometimes bear. 
Um, yep. But I'm just, I guess, curious why with the nickname, and that's where the character Bear came from was your nickname, why that is more uh, kind of the, the other person in the conversation in a lot of these cartoons rather than like with you being rabbit instead of bear? Um, not all, sometimes bear is me for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, sometimes I feel, I, I kind of look at it as, you know, the conversations that I may have had or the knowledge I'm passing on through my mom and dad, my grandparents, mm. whatever, through, through me to the child that I, that I lost and that, that, um, um, relationship or, or, you know, life that, that, that wasn't, um, and uh, so there's there's a big part of me that sees it um, now as as being that mm-hmm. um, too. Um, I still, I mean, there's still a lot of things I feel like I'm 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 working through um, since losing you know my parents. It's it's been it was it was 2011 when my dad passed away, and uh, in the fall, and um, 2013 when my mom passed away. And, um, and I found myself dealing with all kinds of things that I'd never had to, to deal with before. And the people that I would go to, um, to know what to do or ask advice weren't there. And, um, so, you know, I, 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 I did it. I found my way through it, but, um, a lot of times I still, I still feel like I was relying on like, okay, what would, what would mom have done? How would dad Mm. have handled this? Um, trying to seek out advice as best as I could, um, on my own. And, uh, and yeah, so I, that's why I'm, I am still very much, (laughs) rabbit and then even even those the you know these bigger you know questions I still you know I still have in my head and and anxieties and things like that I don't I don't have it all figured out and and so then that's one way of kind of trying to figure things out is is through writing it and having and boiling it down to its most simple form Mm. (laughs) um if, if at all possible through rabbit and bear and and then that almost that that helps me so they're still very much um when I create them they're they're still very much for me <laughs> yeah. um and and authentic to what I what I'm feeling I, I I have been asked a lot of times can you know by fans would you please make a rabbit and bear about this about this particular thing they're going through and um or can I make a custom rabbit and bear for them? And mm-hmm. I, and I've said, no, I don't, I don't do that unless there's a, unless I can find a way that it makes sense to me, to me, unless I can make it real. Um, I can't fake a rabbit and bear. I don't think they come, they, they're not as sincere or yeah. real feeling to me. If, if, if it's just like, Oh, do this. And then I do it. Um, it, it has to come from from me and have That's, a connection. I totally I respect that so much, and I really get it. Like, it's such an intangible thing, though, and it fascinates me because you and I just met an hour ago, mm-hmm. and I. But I look at your work and I read these conversations between Rabbit and Bear, and there's just I don't know what else to call it, but authentic. It, there's such authenticity in the writing that mm-hmm. I I can just tell that it's real for you. And you and I don't even know each other. 
like you know what I mean so other than reading your your background and what you've shared on your social media and your, little bits of your story, um, that relationship isn't there. But yet, I can still read something and feel like this isn't just a something that's commercialized. It's not yeah. mass produced. It's not, you know, send me your whatever experience and I'll <laughs> put it on. I'll write a, about it. <laughs> I'll write about it. And there's yeah. lots of that out there. I don't know. I have no explanation for why that is. Maybe it's just the energy that comes through your writing and through your, the words and through your art. But whatever it is in that magic secret uh, recipe, um, it works and it's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, and thank um, well, thank you for, for <laughs> creating it and sharing it um, and sticking, sticking to those values too of making sure that it's, that it's true to you and that it's authentic. Um, I think I'd love to, for us to close our conversation by you telling us a little bit about your new book, uh, Rabbit yep. and Bear Bring Back the Light. Is that the title? Uh, uh, Rabbit and Bear Return with the Light. Return with the Light, sorry. Yeah. So um, I saw that it's available now on, on is. Amazon, is it? Okay. It so is. Yeah. tell us a little bit about how you went from book one to this new book, Returning with the Light, and what it's about. Um, well, it's, it's, it's sort of is along this a similar line. It kind of picks up from where um, book one um, kind of ends, but you, but at the same time, I don't think you have to have book one in order to enjoy book two. You can you can have either either or both. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and it, and the the idea for it grew out of of uh, of an image that I created, and it, and it was you know you know if if you make your way out of out of the dark make sure you you return with the light and help others you know that that gist of that um i'd created um uh, a piece that was along those lines and um that's very much how i kind of started to see rabbit and bear through you know my the, the my following that was growing um around that that viral image and and the book first book that went out which was make a wish and um, the messages, the, the the messages that I get sometimes, and the comments that come through Rabbit and Bear, I I try and read every single um, message and comment, um, and I respond as much as I can. And but some people that you know the the heartbreaking things that they're experiencing in life. It, it just, I, I try and do my, my best to respond um, as best, as best as I can, because I feel like it, I'm not so honored that they want to share with me mm -hmm. because they feel that connection mm -hmm. to, to rabbit and bear and to me through them. And, um, and so return with the light was just, that's how I, how I feel if that's what this is, is becoming um I want to do it with as much honor and gratitude and I don't know what else to say um as mm. possible I want to return with that light and bring that light and share it um with whoever whoever needs it and uh and I think at, at you know at certain points we all do um mm -hmm. so it's it's there for whoever whoever wants it and I have outside of sharing books and whatever may may come in the future um 
I just, I just want it to be there for people to have it when they need it because, um, yeah, there are a lot of people are, why do you, why do you share, you know, I've had other authors and, and, you know, why do you share so much and your poems and everything? And, and it's like, well, I don't want to put it behind a paywall or, or hide it. And, and uh, it's, if it's, it's helping and that's, that's, that's what it's about. It's, um, it's for, hey? Yeah. Like, why not? It's helping me, but you know, if it can help other others and that, that light, then, then I want it. So yeah, that's kind of the, the idea about uh, the, the second book is just, you know, carrying on, yeah. bringing that, that Got light it. back. Got it. That's such a beautiful, <laughs> again, act of service and just such a beautiful gift to share with the world. And um, it's so humble, I think is another thing that I really love about the way you describe you're sharing and uh, and your work and it's just like I guess the way I would put it is the the light doesn't belong to any of us right and that 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 idea of like you know when you've when you found your way out of the darkness back to the light you you do have an opportunity to to bring that into the lives of others recognizing that it it can flow through us like it flows through you and it flows through your work and you're this amazing conduit um but it's, but you're also not the ultimate source of that light. You've, no. you've found some light and you can, you can share that with others. And mm-hmm. all of us, all of us have that opportunity. Yeah. I just, I just put my, cause there's, you know, there's people too, who will say, oh, she's just, she's the same as A.A. Milne or, you know, the, the, the ideas that Charlie Mackesy, you know, shares in his work. And, and um, I say, okay, so what? Um, we can't have enough of that good feeling in the world. And I have my way of saying it and they mm-hmm. have their way of, of saying whatever it is that, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're sh- sharing. And we, we all can do that um, and be that light for someone else. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's like you know someone else has already laughed. You should you shouldn't laugh or smile. <laughs> we all of us yeah. have our own right laugh and, or, and yeah. smile and joy to to share, and yeah. that's what it, that's what it's for. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I, I think this feels like a, a natural spot to kind of wrap up our conversation, Tara. But I would love for you to share with our listeners just where they can find you and um, any last words that you'd like to to leave them with in terms of, um, you know, what, and really anything. <laughs> um, well, uh, you can find me, um, I have a website, it's uh, tarashannonwrites.com. Um, but I, I'm, I'm most active, I feel on uh, Facebook and um, Instagram, which are both uh, can be found just by searching at tarashannonwrites. Um, and I'm also on Twitter, um, and that's, and (laughs) that name I picked years ago and, um, that Twitter handle is at bear essentially. (laughs) So, (laughs) (laughs) so, um, so yeah, that's kind of, uh, social media and website. And then my books available on, um, Amazon, um, except for my first, my first, my first book is available on Amazon as a soft cover. The hardcover is available through uh, 
indigo.ca okay. um, across Canada, and it might still be in some stores. Um, yeah, okay. and I. So that's Rabbit and Bear <laughs> Make a Wish is the title for people to search. My yes, my first one, my first book is Rabbit and Bear Make a Wish. Um, and my second book that just came out just before Christmas this year, um, just before New Year's. Yeah, it took a bit longer to get out there. Yeah. Um, was is uh, Rabbit and Bear Return with the Light. Awesome. Well, congratulations on that release, Tara. And um it's it's so incredible that just that you that all of this exciting stuff has happened so quickly for you. Um, I think that obviously that isn't uh, it's not a coincidence that someone who's doing such authentic work that has value um, has that success. And and so I'm so happy for you and um, you. just delighted and grateful that you were willing to have this conversation with me, someone you didn't know at all, just one of your fans. <laughs> Um, it means a lot to me and I'm sure our listeners and I really, I really enjoyed this conversation. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me on. I, I really, I appreciate being invited. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, if anyone listening would like to hear more conversations like this one, um, you could head to our website as well, which is risingspiritministry.com and just click on podcasts. We've got over a hundred archived episodes over the last four years. Um, conversations with other authors and other social media um, folks, uh, somewhat similar to Tara's story, but also a lot of variety uh, of conversations with other curious hearts and seekers, um, people wrestling with a lot of these same um, unanswerable questions, like where we come from and how we get through hard things and our purpose in how we create and find purpose in our lives. So. Uh, lots of great content and conversations to check out there as well. And you can search and subscribe to this podcast, Six Ways from Sunday, on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And just so glad that you joined us for this conversation to, uh, today and hope you join us again in the future. So, Terry, once again, thank you so much for this. Thank you. Take care. And uh, mm -hmm. everyone listening, until next time, take care and be well. Mm -hmm.